Welcome to This Week in MCU, the weekly after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I'm Kurt, and with me on this journey, as always, is Sunraven. Hey. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm thinking that we don't have much news to report because we reported it on the last episode and there's only been minutes between yeah, episodes. So. exactly. <laughs> Nothing new has changed. Right. So why don't we just go ahead and... Uh, Go through this. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash VO by Kurt and subscribe to the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash this dash week dash in dash in. Uh, yeah, this, I screwed that one up. This dash week dash in dash MCU or just for the love of God, just search for this week in MCU wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch us live, you can follow me on, on Twitter at VO by Kurt. Uh, that's going to be your best way to know when we go live. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, amusing anecdotes, whatever, send an email to thisweekinmcu at gmail.com. And if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it live on the episode. So, we are now in episode three. And episode three is entitled, Destined. So, we get a previously on, <clears throat> like you do. And we get the Marvel Flip title, like you do. And we flash back to British-occupied India, 1942. And there's a team of people moving large rocks and, and uh, just a bunch of rubble. And what it is, is we see the woman from the last episode, Kamran's mom. She's there with, with some other people, and they're unearthing the bangle which is attached to a severed arm which and, it's blue. and it happens to be blue right so i will tell you that when i saw that my mind immediately went oh cree yeah um we have no yeah. we have no uh validation of that but that's immediately just where i thought yeah that's exactly what i thought as well right so <laughs> boy were we wrong uh yeah so, well, so far, anyway, we think we're wrong. I mean, it, right. it, given what we're told in this episode, it certainly feels like we're wrong. Yep. But um, we hear uh, somebody says, hey, the man from the temple said that we need two bangles, not just one. So we know that there were two that exists. And again, that makes me feel like quantum bands or yeah. or nega yeah. bands that, you know, the the... That, that kind of thing. So, um, and another woman enters, and uh, they suspect that the British may have the other one because the British have been looting these sites um, all along. So that could be interesting if that actually pays off. Um, before we even, even go further on this, do you think we see both in this series? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a teaser at the end of the last episode showing who has the second one and they're somewhere in England or, or, uh, well, could be in Pakistan or in India or something. Fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't think they, if they want to do a second season, it's a good way to set up a second season. Agreed. Agreed. All right, so uh, we hear uh, one of the women say, well, I guess one will have to do. And we get an overhead shot of everybody who is digging it out. 
And the overhead shot is there to show us that the site that they're at has the symbol of the Ten Rings in the floor. I missed that. How did it's, I miss that? I don't know, but it's it's clear. It is definitely the symbol of the Ten How Rings. How the hell did I miss that? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was weird, man. It's like I'm going, wait, how, what? How, how? Why is this here? It kind well, of it kind the, of makes sense. Have like, yeah, they have locations all all over the world anyway. Right, but also we know that they, you know, the rings were artifacts, right? And we, yeah. we So it kind of makes sense. So, and we find out that the woman who said that one or, one is going to have to do is Aisha, who is Kamala's great grandmother, mm-hmm. um, and Kamran's mom. Her name is Najma. And and they are both there. And then there are three other flunkies, I guess, with them. Um, so they're basically, they were trying to find the bangles because they're hoping that bangles can take them back home, wherever that is. And they say it in such a manner that you're going, I'm pretty sure they're not talking about Pune. <laughs> right? I mean, they're, they're, they're talking about somewhere that you can't normally get to. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed back there. Right, right. Um... So Aisha uh, puts the bangle on, and she gets a vision, whatever that vision is, and they split up. They basically say, okay, so Najma, you guys go one way, Aisha, we go the other, and we'll split up, and they won't be able to catch us. Cool. Um, And we flip to the present, and we see Najma talking to Kamala and saying, that was the last time we saw Aisha. And... Kamala's like, well, so how'd you guys meet? And uh, Najma says, yeah, so we're from another dimension. And Mm -hmm. we've been here for about 100 years. And uh, they're they're talking and they go, uh, you know, Kamala is uh, like, uh, or Najma is like, I didn't know uh, Aisha had any family until Kamala put on the bangle, and I could sense the presence of Noor. And Noor um, apparently translates to light. Um, and Najma says, yeah, there's Noor within us as well, which slows down the aging, but we can't access our full potential in this dimension. And maybe Kamala can, because uh, she was born in this dimension. Mm, interesting. Uh, which is interesting. Um, so Kamala at this point is doubting the good that can come from having the bangle because of what happened with the kid and and whatnot. And Najma says, no, you, you've inherited greatness. Um, it was Aisha's wish to bring us all home, and now it's up to you to finish that. And um, Najma, you know, Kamala's trying, just trying to get as much information as she can. And she says, in in our home dimension, uh, we're known as the clandestines, uh, or the clandestine. Um, and there is a reference to the clandestine in the comics. Um, they're taking a lot of liberties um, because that's not surprising. Yeah, it, it's so. They, I will say though, the clandestine. Uh, do derive from Jin in the comics as well. Okay. So there is that aspect of things, but 
in the comics, um, they had their own series for a little bit, um, where it it was um, a family of of Jin that were kind of stranded here. So again, kind of follows. Um, yeah. So yeah. So she says we're the clandestine. Some call us Jin. Right. Yes. I'm like great. I need a lab. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, look, the clandestine in Marvel, in the in the Marvel uh, end of things, is it's not very well known. <laughs> it really is. Right, I've never heard of them. Right, and um, so to the point where, like, they're called the clandestine because their last names were Destin. Oh Jesus. <laughs> So it's, it's so, the Destin clan. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, and there's a whole no. there's a whole uh like Wikipedia article about the clandestine. But other than the gin relation, I there's not there's really not a lot that that matters to this. I think they, they're just using it because they have it. So I'm not going to concentrate on the clandestine as from the comic standpoint because I think it really doesn't matter much. Um, so, and they yeah, and they do say what's common most what they're most commonly known here as are, are Jin and Kamala's like going wait what and then title card. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we flip to Kamala. A thousand years on Earth will give you such a crick in the neck. <laughs> see, that's the other part, right? Is we see the blue arm uh, with the bangle on it, and once I hear about the gin thing, I'm going, "Oh, it's just genie from Aladdin. It's his arm." Yeah. Well, it's Disney. <laughs> right, right. Um, so and well, and in Aladdin, those were shackles more than they were. Yes. Yes. Powerful uh, bangle, but so we meet uh, Kamala meets up with Bruno, and Kamala says to Bruno that she apparently is a jinn, and she tells the story of the drones, the save, and, and everything. And she asks Bruno if he knows anything about interdimensional travel because you know he's a high school science geek. Um, and of course he does. Um, and, and he says, and she says specifically the Noor dimension and Bruno's going, uh, what? And he goes, well, you know what? Uh, I did read a paper once by Dr. Eric Selvig, Dr. Eric Selvig from Thor. And (laughs) see, I missed the 10 race thing, but I called the doctor. Yeah, that was, that was way more obvious. (laughs) And, (laughs) and look, Dr. Dr. Selvig is known as an interdimensional expert. Yep. So for a reason. For a reason, and that makes sense. Um like but he could have How do you know all this stuff cuz I've done it. Yeah. They could have easily said Jane Foster as well though. Yes. Yeah, you know, for that. But um so the, the Bruno shows uh Kamala the video from the rescue at the mosque and it's trending because it's important to know that apparently. Um and what's well, a team show? She's trained. Exactly, that's a major thing. It is. It is. So we flip over to damage control showing up at the mosque, and they talk about the enhanced individual mm. operating out of the mosque. 
So they show up at a mosque and they just walk right in. Yes. Yeah. So right there, I was like, oh, no. Right, right. <laughs> so Nakia happens to be there because she's still campaigning. And the, the mosque board votes are that day. So Nakia says, hey, yeah, so uh, you need a warrant? And they're going, oh, what? So you're studying high school law now, you know, whatever. She goes, no, law and order. But I know, (laughs) but I, but everybody knows that you need a warrant. Um, And the sheik is like going, yeah. So come back when you have a warrant. And oh, by the way, when you come in here, take off your shoes. Rude, (laughs) right, right. So we flip to uh, Kamala's room. And, and Nakia shows up, and she's very upset. And she talks about damage control at the mosque, and they think that Nightlight operates out of mo- out of mosque. And she goes, "Oh, by the way, Nightlight is a terrible name," <laughs> which we all know. Um, and then Nakia just drops it and says, "Oh, uh, and by the way, um, I, I got I'm I'm now a board member." And and that she just like casually drops that she she won the election, so she's now a board member, and they're getting ready for the Mendy. And again, I don't know a whole lot about the Muslim religion and the celebrations, but uh, the Mendy is it's it looks like it's kind of like the equivalent of a Jack and Jill, um, for the bride and groom. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of like henna tattoos and and just but it looks it looks like a party um to to get ready you know pre a pre-wedding party so um so they they uh they're getting ready for the mendy and uh we find out that sana uh kamala's grandmother couldn't make it and mom was like going well she wouldn't come to my wedding i don't know why she would come to this one Mom's very bitter about her family. Yeah. Um, Bruno apparently stopped by earlier and left a box for Kamala. And Kamala goes to open it, but is interrupted by the Sheik. And they talk about whether the new superhero is potentially making things worse. And because Kamala still feels really bad. And talks about worrying about that, that, uh, you know, the, the superhero may not be good. And the sheik says something which I, I I really like. Says good is not a thing you are; it's a thing you do. Which I thought was kind of nice. Um, and then he leaves, and Kamala opens up the box, and of course Bruno, being the thoughtful guy that he is, makes her a mask. Yeah, it's a good looking mask. It's too. a really good looking mask. <laughs> like they they have that shot of her. Uh, I think at the end of the episode, usually, or. Or is it in the intro of sitting up on the on like a on something yeah. with the whole outfit on? Yep, yep. And it looks really good. Like yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward until she actually has has her whole outfit. Right. So we flip to nighttime at the Circle Q, and Dad shows up to pick up a Hostess cherry pie, um, <laughs> which made me think of the cherry pie. Uh, or Hostess Fruit Pie uh, ads in comics from back in the day. Um, But uh, Dad notices that Bruno is studying information about the djinn. 
but it's all written in in either Arabic or Urdu. And and Dad says, "Hey, I can help you." And they talk about a uh, a group of there's a, there's a story about a group of hidden jinn exiled from their home and trying to get back home, but they need a primordial power to help them. Um, which means something to Bruno doesn't mean much to Dad because gin it's a story um we flip to bruno and kamala talking and bruno is saying so what i've learned is interdimensional travel is possible but you're gonna need something like with the power of the sun and if you help them with that much power things might go boom now this is the one thing in this episode where they um understate things because later on, she's got so much hesitancy about not helping them because of that, that you would think they make a bigger deal out of the possibility of things going badly like yeah. that. And they, they just don't. They just like, yeah, things might go boom, so we got to be careful. Bruno says he just got into Caltech, and he goes, I can't go until I know you're okay. Um, and he says, I can't help you right now with this bangle thing because we need more info because and he and this is where he's talking about it, it you know being dangerous so he got he has to get more informa- information but it just doesn't feel like the danger aspect of it was accentuated enough to me um with the with the amount that it's going to matter later on in the episode um yeah I, you're right it, it's not played up enough so uh so we get back home and Mom and Kamala are talking, and, and Kamala's trying to clean up her bruised-up knee because she also fell from a good distance and, and banged herself up. And so Mom is helping clean her up, and they talk about things, and, and Kamala's like, going, you ever want something so bad, and then you get it, and then it's not what you expected when you got it? And Mom's like, going, yeah, absolutely. Like, for Kamala, she's talking about her powers. And for mom and dad, she goes, yeah, it, for us, it was it was coming to America, where everything was going to be great when we got to America. And then when we got here, it was like, <laughs> oh, my God, we've got to work so hard, and, and it's taking so long. Um, and mom says, just remember, you don't have to face that mountain alone. You know, you've got family. So uh, Kamala sends a text to Kamran. She's back in her room. Sends a text to Kamran say, says, hey, I want to help, but it could be dangerous. And Kamran says, yeah, don't worry about it. Concentrate on the wedding. We'll figure it out. In this scene, to the left of Kamala's mirror is this episode's QR code. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the bottom left next to the light. Um, they all go to the same page. page. So... Uh, when right. we when we include the QR when we include the URL in the show notes, it's the same URL. Um, this one brings you to an episode, uh, an episode, an issue of the comics. I think it's like volume two of Ms. Marvel number one. Um, so, um, okay, so we get to Amir's wedding day finally. Woohoo! <laughs> About time. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, this was not going to happen. Right. Right. So Amir is worrying, and Dad is helping uh, him calm down and whatnot. He goes, and Amir's like, "I've got seven hundred dollars in the bank," and Dad was like, "Going that much? <laughs> doing pretty well." Yeah, doing all right. 
Um, and Amir's very, very much worrying. And Dad is like going, look, the man who chooses family is never alone. Um, we're, we're getting a theme here, right? The dad is so much better than the mom. The dad is great. He's he's awesome. Um, I but like all the family stuff, I kept looking for Groot to show up in this episode because you know they can't use Vin Diesel in the other. Vin I was just gonna say, episode. yeah, I was looking for Vin Diesel, but, but yeah, Groot would be. Oh, that'd be so funny. Every time, you know, we, what what a great Easter egg would be is every every right? scene. Every time they say family, little you know. Uh, Baby Groot pops up or, or, and or just, dance. Or, no, or just in the background. Like, there's a picture of as Groot. As an emoji. Right, as an emoji. <laughs> okay, I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking just have, like, a little Groot in the background in the scene, like, somewhere. <laughs> a little baby Groot pot or, or something. Um, <laughs> family. Family, yeah. Um, okay, so we're at the wedding. And Najma, uh, we flip over to Najma, and... Naj was like going, okay, we can't wait. We need to do it now. And if she's not going to help us right now, we're going to make her help us. And this is where we go, okay, Najma's the villain. All right. Yeah, so much for being the good guys. Yep. Really? You're going to come in and ruin the wedding? And the this is another thing that bugged me a little bit. The flip to we're going to make her do it now. It's really fast. Really fast. Like, it was like, I think they last talked to her yesterday. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it was weird, but okay. Uh, but again, we've only got six episodes, right? So we gotta, yeah. <laughs> gotta get everything established, up. right? So uh, we're at the we're at the wedding, and um, there's a very special presentation for the bride and groom, and it's a group dance. And at this point is when we meet Brown Jovi, the wedding band. Uh, yeah, the cover band. <laughs> Brown Jovi. Brown Jovi. It's a pretty good name, though. It is. It is. Um, and we find out they do weddings, bar mitzvahs, <laughs> eids. They they do it all. Um, so, Kamran shows up just as Bruno and Kamala are about to dance. Um, Kamran is uh, showing up to warn her. And is like going, yeah, so everyone here is going to die. Um, and so Kamala's like, no, cool, we'll deal with it. And she pulls the fire alarm. Uh, everybody takes off. So that all happens after the dance scene. After, and the dance scene. really cool. The dance scene was great. It, it really the was. The dance scene was really well done. Yeah. And they even got Bruno into it to do stuff. Right, right. Um, so yeah, the dance scene was awesome. Uh, and, and the, the whole wedding thing, it, the, the, the whole wedding was cool. Um. But but just other than the wedding itself and the dance, there really wasn't much to it. It was just, it was a wedding. Um, so, fire alarms pulled. Everyone takes off, and the chase is on. Uh, yeah, the chase is on, and and the and the uh, the the new husband is like, oh, gotta get the money. <laughs> right, right. He's only got seven hundred dollars in the bank. Right, <laughs> right. Smart. Yeah, he grabs the money, takes off. Um, He's smart. <laughs> very smart. Yeah. Uh, we the clandestine are after uh, Kamala, and Kamala's using her powers to defend herself, which is good. Um, and she, we see a lot of Kamala hiding <laughs> in the kitchen. Uh, what was funny is when she walked in the kitchen, she goes, "Everybody's out! You got you got to get out of here! You're all gonna die!" And they're all like, "Going, yeah, whatever." And they get back to work, and then one of the clandestine comes in and uh, takes out one person in the kitchen. 
And one of the people in the kitchen is like going, yeah, no, I'm out of here. Uh, and then they all take off. Um, Najma says, if you help us get home, it'll all be over. And the fight is on. And we find the clandestine all have like special weapons. Um, one of the, one of them, they're, they, they have a, I don't look like a mace that was yeah. you know, when they hit a button, it, it expanded to a full size and, and there's a staff and there's, uh, a whip type weapon that was made it, out of a belt. belt. Yeah. yeah. So that one's cool. I want one of those. Yeah. So, um, Bruno comes in and throws, uh, a present at one of them's head, hits him. But then immediately gets knocked down and hurt. So Kamala goes on the offensive and starts throwing hard light fists, which is cool. That was cool to see. Uh, Kamran comes in to help Kamala because he doesn't agree with what's going on, but he too is gifted. Um, so uh, he's fighting back. Uh, we get them all. They're all pinned down in the lobby. We're all down there. Uh Najma grabs Kamala's arm with the bangle on it, and they have a vision of a train, and on the front of the train says Karachi, and it's an old, more of an old-timey train, and it's coming right yeah. for them. And just as you think things are going to throw down more, damage control shows up, and really takes people out and locks them up very quickly. Like, very, very quickly. I was a little surprised. Um... So Kamala happens to be able to escape with Bruno because of uh, Kamran. Um, Nakia sees Kamala's powers after they leave because she puts a hard light disc up to keep the door locked. And Nakia's like going, what the, what's, what, why didn't you tell me what's going on? And it's like, oh, I'll talk to you about it later. I got to get out of here. You know, and so Kamala goes back home. And Nani calls on the phone. And Nani goes, Kamala, you need to come to Karachi. And she's going, what? I, what? I, I, I can't right now. Things, things are crazy. And she goes, look, I know you saw the train. I saw it too. <laughs> you need to come to Karachi. And then credits. Um, <laughs> uh, looks like we're going to Karachi. Looks like we're going to Karachi. I don't know how. I don't know when. But we're definitely going to Karachi, right? I mean, you have to. Yeah. Uh, so I got a couple questions here. How, if at all, but how are you going to tie the Ten Rings into this? I don't think that's going to be tied in. You think they, they just left it there as an Easter egg and just... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it could... I mean, we find out that they're... Because they did that whole bit with Wong at the end of uh, Shang-Chi. You think there's uh, going to be a the, Wong tie-in? That would be hilarious. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be awesome if there was a Wong tie-in. I would love that so much. Yep. No, the the, la the, the post-credit scene in Shang-Chi was them talking about what the rings actually are. Right. And uh, they're like, hey, we, you know, it's these powerful things. I got to watch it again. I don't remember it exactly. But they're talking about different things from the universe that are on that power level. Right, right. So it could just be... One of those things. It, yeah, one of those things. And that was just a location of from the uh, of one of the locations of the Ten Rings. Because they were all over the world. 
1942. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. What? Yeah, I was gonna say what if? No, we know we like they. We have all ten rings now. So, yes. like the bracelet, the the bangle couldn't be one of the rings. That, no, that, but like in the comics, in the comics, the rings were like rings. The power supply. <laughs> well, uh, not originally from one of the stories I read. Like they they changed into it. Oh, I didn't realize that. But each but each yeah. ring had its own special power individually. Right. It, it, yeah. They had their own power, but like he found them in in like a ship, you know, crashed. Uh, uh, alien ship and they're like the conduit system for the ship or something like that. Gotcha. So there was a lot more to it than like I never read the comics on Shang-Chi. I've only watched Iron Man the cartoon which is where I knew the Mandarin from. Right. Um, so there, there's more stuff to it. So the Bengals could just be something from an alien culture or it could be just a power supply. Right. That for us is something completely different. Right. So, I was still hoping we were going to get Inhumans, and yeah. and I'm not my my I want them, but my belief that that's going to happen has waned. I I I'm starting to think that hmm, that we're probably not going to be able to not going to get the Inhumans. So, I'm guessing no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the Inhuman stuff went over well when they did it with the uh, with Shield. The Inhuman show certainly didn't do well, right? So right, eh. so we'll see, we'll see. But um, yeah, uh, but to see then the blue arm, you know, it it, it that throws me. Yeah, uh, but that was just just a genie arm. <laughs> <laughs> Poor genie. It, it seems weird that they would do that. Yes, yes, it does. So, um, I I would not be surprised. I mean, we still have a couple of episodes. I would not be surprised if they tied it into the Kree somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's not like the Kree are not unknown. Right, right. And you get the, the if you get the tie-in with the Kree, you might be able to get you know, uh, at least a little cameo from, uh, from Captain Marvel. Well, and so yes, and well, and that wouldn't surprise me leading up to the movie, right? Yeah. And then um, the other speculation is that we're going to see some scrolls. Sorry, you cut out for a second. Oh, I said the other speculation is that we're going to see some scrolls. Yeah. So, who knows? We'll see. Um, okay, and that pretty much wraps things up for this week. Sen, where can people find you? You can find me every morning on twitch.tv slash sendriven for uh, Marvel Strike Force, Marvel Snap, some other games. Uh, just come hang out. Come say hi. Great. And you can find me everywhere at VO by Kurt on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And on Twitch, I'm, I'm streaming uh, a bunch of Marvel Snap lately. Uh, but uh, that and then... The podcasts uh, this week in Batu, which is the same as this podcast, only for Star Wars uh, series, and uh, Story Time with Kurt, which is uh, book reading and poetry. So uh, follow that if you like. And for that, we will see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>